Welcome to the Art and Motherhood Unfiltered Podcast. <laughs> Clearly unfiltered. My name is Randy Hofer. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, we actually chat with my friend Tammy, who um, is a nurse in the maternity ward. So she gets to catch babies for a living or help catch the babies um, and experience that whole process on almost each oh my gosh shift of her her job which is so magical and <laughs> we also this is why I record at night we we also uh, talk about the real part of giving birth and some of the uh, stuff that happens. The truth about childbirth, uh, and this is just in time for Mother's Day, so you all can uh, listen and get your moms the best gift ever because they deserve it. All right. Uh, hey, Tammy, welcome. Thank you for being here today. I'm so excited. We have Tammy here to chat about the realities of motherhood and what it's like um you know experiencing those those great moments I think my favorite moment of life would have to be when a child exits a body um there's so many things that surround that whole experience not only like everyone's safe but like look at my beautiful baby and Tammy is a maternity nurse and she gets to experience all those emotions all the time. So I, I just think it's one of the most interesting jobs in the whole world. So I'm so happy you're here to talk about it with us today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so how long have you been uh, nursing for? So I actually started nursing in 2010. Um, I actually went to university for kinesiology and I finished that four-year degree, ended up working a couple of years as an exercise therapist and just thought, you know what, I need more out of that career. Um, mm -hmm. So I went back into school and then I went back and got my second degree um, in nursing. So I actually started in 2010 is when I graduated. Um, and yeah, so I've been nursing ever since had a mat leave right away into my first year of my new career. Yeah. Um, so I didn't get a whole lot of time to, to experience the job before leaving it for mat leaves. And then, yes, yeah, so we did that kind of three times around. I started out, started out on the medical floor, um, which is a great experience, a really great area to just kind of hone in on your nursing skills. And then, um, once I became a mom, I had a couple friends that were in the maternity um, field as well. And the recruitment was there. I was able to get a position and it just kind of worked nicely amongst motherhood at home. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So I've been there ever since. So 2014 is when I started um, on the maternity floor. So okay. Yeah. So did you initially know that's what you wanted to get into when, when you like kind of like switched your degree like did yeah. you think oh uh, I want to definitely um be there for <laughs> the right many babies yeah no not at all I'll be completely honest um my background is kind of always been athletics or sports that kind of thing so um had we been in an area that I could have done more than orthopedics route I probably would have um stuck to that hmm. um 
but honestly, as soon as I, I'm glad I took the role I did as, uh, when I did, um, cause now I don't look back. It's a fantastic place to be. And like you said, it's, um, I always talk to my patients about it too. Like they're in it and it's their experience, but you also have to know as that nurse with them, you were 100% a part of that experience, uh-huh. right? So happy or sad, scary, um, elated. We go through those, all those emotions as well as a nurse with them. And yeah, ever since I, I joined the floor, I, I don't look back. I absolutely love it. I mean, it really is the highest of highs or it can be the lowest of lows too. I mean, <clears throat> even in this day and age, there's so many risks associated. Along yeah, and it feels, it. it feels like just even in the, like, I guess, coming to seven years in it, um, there is a lot more risk with pregnancies. Um, we're always kind of saying, you know, when is that straightforward kind of delivery going to come? Um, totally lots of risk to it. And I think you just come down to the fact that like you were dealing with two lives, um, in that moment, right? Mom and baby. And our goal is always healthy mom, healthy baby. And to share mm-hmm. those happy, exciting moments. Right. I know when I walked in with my first so okay I have to say Tammy has three boys and so do I and it ended up that way um but um I remember walking in to my first appointment I had like I think they had a doula to teach us about childbirth because we really didn't know anything like at all so I showed up with this like laminated birth (laughs) and my doctor he's very good and I like him so much and I liked him more and more each birth (laughs) Um, but I was like a little shocked at first when he was like, yeah, put that away. We don't need it. And that's what he said. He said, we just want everyone to be safe. And I didn't quite get it because I hadn't experienced the, like after the terror of childhood. Now I get it. Now I get why like he was being ridiculous. For sure. And we try, I think, longer in our field of of work, we kind of just, I don't want to say we become numb to birth plans, but (laughs) when you, when you see. And us to, to guarantee it because we know we, we can't. No, we absolutely love to, Um, but that's where it comes down to, I guess, just being there as a listener too, for that, that mom, you're, you're their support person as well. Right. So yes, I'm there medically, but emotionally that we have to be on board as well. So it's, Uh it's a lot of roles that we play and it's just talking. Communication is huge and getting, you know, as close as you can to that birth plan that, that they hope for, but yeah. And even myself, like I had three very different experiences with my boys. Um, mm-hmm. So my first was, I, I outright say it was an absolute nightmare of an experience. Of an experience. <laughs> and this was before uh, me working on the floor. So even though I was a nurse, um, I had no idea, you know, what was coming or what to expect. Yes. My mom had five babies. My sisters each had three but when you're in that moment on your own, it's a scary, scary thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and my first was a very difficult delivery. We ended up being an emergency C-section after 28 hours. Oh of, my like, gosh. To get them there. Um, and that, looking back and how um, lucky we are, like 
having him come out and healthy, even though after how many hours of like just absolute torture, it felt like, um, it's hard work, right. To get this little healthy baby out. And yes, my original plan didn't go anywhere near, you know, how we had it on paper. Um, but then fast forward, I had two other very quite, I'm going to say easy <laughs> deliveries. As far as it goes. <laughs> yeah. Like in comparison, which thank, thankfully that's how it went. But like I said, it's, everyone is so different in every experience of labor and delivery and pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times though, when they do a C-section the first time around, don't they like kind of book you in again? Like they expect you to yeah, so options, um, their options are depending on how, like what the reason was for that first C-section, um, it, that totally depicts kind of that next choice. Hmm. Uh, so if the education there is, is there and your body is able to, there's totally the ability to have uh, vaginal del- deliveries after. And, and I was able to with my second and then my third as well. Yeah. Um, which is awesome, right? Especially if you're wanting to have more than, than two children. And it, it's, you know, your risk gets exponentially higher with each pregnancy if you have multiple C-sections. Oh, okay. Um, so that's why they try our, our very best for our first um, deliveries for our moms is to really get that vaginal delivery. Um, so so be, because of the C-section, like scarring? Yeah, so you're at risk oh, okay. for yeah so you're at risk for that um scar to open um in labor with your second and third and even just in pregnancy closer to the end um so it's it is a huge risk for sure but we yeah i see and i like i said i from my own experience was able to have that delivery after that first c-section vaginally and then um very grateful for that um Mm -hmm. you know it comes with a lot of different that whole again that uh laboring experience is a lot different too yeah Uh, but yeah that's our goal and again outcomes are healthy mom healthy baby we say it all the time Mm -hmm. yeah because i uh, i remember the moment where they're like because i i should start from the beginning but yeah it is scary after all the laboring and then for them all of a sudden say no we have to go book a go book a room for for an emergency c-section yeah what because yeah we went in and um it wasn't very long that I was in active labor but all of a sudden just the baby's heart so my first son they're like his heart rate keeps dropping and it kept dropping and it kept dropping and of course they're like and the doctor wasn't there and they're freaking out right so um but it ended up just me shooting them out luckily in time in that um but usually when um they expect you to be in that longer and that's why it it didn't happen um no each time after that it was like a shock to everyone they're like well our baby's coming out I'm like yes yes they are (laughs) and actually with my third it was funny because Tammy I had texted and called her because we're friends and Tammy's like, I don't know if you should go. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you should. Uh... And then all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, this baby's going to fall out while I'm walking down the stairs. I got to go. I know. And that's such a hard thing, too. Like, and again, it comes down to like experiences are always so different. But we often see with the third babies that 
um, it takes some time. Your uterus just kind of, I don't know, becomes a little bitch. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason you knew is because I had like five, whatever the whole month of like, I was standing on the driveway at four in the morning, ready to go to the hospital because I thought yeah. I was having a baby. So I had so many like lead up, like I'm yeah. having the baby. All slaver and back to bed. <laughs> yeah. And, and my contractions are like five minutes apart and then they were eight minutes apart. And it was like, yeah. just like all those falls. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, my favorite delivery was Finny and that was the best where we like went for a walk that day we knew it was happening but we went for a yeah. walk we had spaghetti and meatballs yeah. and it was my second so Gus you know that feeling when you know it's kind of your last moment with your first child and they're all yeah. they get all your attention and you're like your world is about to change I'm so sorry I know, I know. it's heartbreaking <laughs> yeah For sure. you want to you want to hang on to that as long as you can because you you just don't get that back for sure and he was so little still so we like had a bath and he was playing like Paw Patrol cars on my big giant belly and there's pictures yeah. and it's so yeah. sweet and and um yeah that was probably the nicest <laughs> delivery other than Theo flying out and his little face is all bruised and I know well and I'm kind of the same way with um because we didn't know what to expect with our second being that I was hopeful for this vaginal delivery and that's what we were going for and when it was starting I you know like it was way different than my first and then it totally just like it we were it was happening um and totally like Derek was he couldn't even handle how quickly this happened and <laughs> we were driving to the hospital and he thought for sure he was delivering this baby on the side of the room and I and I just kept thinking in my head no dude like it's not even possible this is my first time having a vaginal delivery so even though I labored with Charlie it didn't he didn't come out that mm. way mm. so I said I'm like oh no like there's no way but then yeah we basically got to the hospital and active labor was like only three or four hours which was really quick for essentially a first time vaginal yeah. delivery yeah um yeah and then it's just such a whirlwind because then like you said right you have this sweet little human being at home that's now like okay a little toddler knows i'm pregnant and there's a baby in there but has no freaking idea what's to come right mm -hmm. and then you show up the next day with this live dolly <laughs> <laughs> and their big brother status and holy shit we're now a family of four and just like that in two years right it it changes so quickly and and you think two years is a long time um no. but in between those kids but we had our kids back to back two four six like you know like yeah, it was, we both did yeah yeah it, it was so it's it's a oh, whirlwind yeah. and, and you're you're still in it um yeah. with the little <laughs> <laughs> with the little guy but like now that my youngest is almost six like it's crazy how time flies um yeah sad. and how how hard it is also though and for those few years where you know like it's diapers feeding up all night and then you do it again um but now like I said you see these little humans that are very independent of our in our household for the most part um and you really have to sit down and think and remember the moments of being with them when they were little 
um, which technology nowadays is so huge to be able to look back at photos and like video videos and we're constantly almost watching videos just to hear their sweet little oh their little and like they love watching them as a family too yeah it's, it's absolutely but it is it's a whirlwind and I think like motherhood is crazy like I you know I feel like I'm still in the very thick of it with three boys and <laughs> I like, think oh, you'll always be in the thick of it I yeah. think there is no point in no. where things become less no and I I look at my mom of five um and today she's still she's my go-to person hmm. you know so you know, you think you raise these kids and you're almost hopeful at some point and excited for them to get on their own at 19 or 18, whatever. Um, but you're never, you're no. never getting rid of them. No. You know? And <laughs> no. I, I think for her, you can, there's a point in time where you need that break and, you know, we all love our breaks, but they're not very long that we no. need ready to kind of come back in. Um, but I, yeah, like I look at my mom, like she's into her seventies and she's full on mom and grandma now. Mm-hmm. you know so two really important statuses and just another role for her to to keep but she you know? she loves it like yeah no she other way 100%, right 100% right and that's what you do and um I think that's what's so important too with having someone like that is that's it helps you you know uh strive for better in your role as a mom and you have that to look forward to and look up to even though if you only like for you, Brandy, I can't imagine, right? Like with the loss of your mom, like I think, you know, you totally, you want that person in your life forever. Yeah. And we're not guaranteed on it, but God, do they, they play a very important role for no matter how long you have them, right? So now that I'm that person for three humans, it's a Mm. big deal. Yeah. No, I remember. So when my mom knew she, she knew she was sick and she didn't know exactly how long, but like, so I was, six months pregnant when we lost her um she leading up to it she couldn't even really talk about like she wasn't trying to be mean no uh she was just heartbroken for sure she couldn't even talk about like the pregnancy or like the fact that she won't be a grandparent and yeah not there to aid me through that whole experience yeah um yeah she I I think it was just painful too hard yeah, yeah. absolutely so no, um, uh, you grow up really fast I have to say like there's no and it's kind of a sad feeling for me but there's no time where I get to feel really anymore like someone else is taking care of me mm-hmm. um which is fine it's just the way it is right um yeah. it sucks it's like hi <laughs> anybody <laughs> I know. No, well, uh, it's just me. So I, I feel like I came, became a really strong individual really quickly because I needed to be. Yeah. Um, and my mom well, did I, prepare me. Yeah, absolutely. Prepared me. I was a good mom because of yeah. the shit she taught me. And I had no idea until I had my baby. I was like, my mom taught me a lot of stuff. For sure. <laughs> well, and that's like, I think why, like when we have these little people right now, like every move we make everything we say everything we do for them they they will remember in some Pick form up on it. yeah and I and I know you and I have talked about that too with the dynamics of boys it's it's so different than what we we will never know now having girls um but I 
I selfishly, and I know you and I have talked about this, where I selfishly, um, I hate that I don't have a girl simply for the fact of like, I know how good I have it with my mom as Mm. a mother daughter. And I just hope that, you know, you get anything as close to that with your boys. And I know it's, and it's always a different relationship for sure. Um, But we also joke our middle child. I said, well, buddy, like you're, you're mine forever. Like you, (laughs) you take care of mom and like, like someone has to, someone's got to sign that that role right Pick good partners um, please right <laughs> but I just like the littlest things right like having like you know you're just like shopping for grad dresses and your bridal dress or whatever mm. um, that's so different being a mom a boy or even them having grandchildren like how much sure. like <laughs> how close yeah. can you get to your yeah, they, they really, yeah, if you have a daughter-in-law, they don't have like, a mother-in-law sniffing yeah. around. Like, that's not to be allowed around. <laughs> no, it's so hard and it's such a different thing. I know you're, I, I really, I, that's why we went for the third. We're like, oh, I'm like, I really want a travel partner. And like, yeah, Paul, that's like shooting, like your daughter also might not like you that much. <laughs> For sure, absolutely. You're like, I'm looking for my partner in life, my lifelong friend. Yeah. Well, and I think just in mama boys where things are just different for, you know, like I remember, I remember the first, probably like when our middle and oldest were like that four and six, maybe, or even three and five and just the wrestling and the physical contact and just (laughs) like I, and you know, and Derek would just say, Tam, let it go let it go like this is how it's gonna be boys are so physical he has brothers yeah they just that's how they interact and he had that where I didn't right like I was the youngest of five by a lot and I just you know okay yeah occasional wrestle here and there but when your next oldest is eight years older than you Mm -hmm. not really fighting like these two are right two years apart um so then you almost get to the point where you don't a lot doesn't bother you (laughs) you become a little bit numb to it all yeah because it's just like you know what I okay our basement is in an indoor hockey rink um so that's how it's gonna be I'm gonna have scuffs and yeah not painting or renewing for a long time because what's the point like 15 years (laughs) well and for sure and Derek still plays mini sticks down with them and he's gonna be 37 so (laughs) It just technically end. we both have four boys right that's <laughs> but I love it right like there's a lot of laughter yes it's physical at times but at the same point they're the best of friends and that's mm. all you can hope for too with siblings is you know because I, I I love my relationships with my siblings now as an adult and you just hope that you know like when you look at yeah. I hope you guys have that for the rest of their life yeah I know it's it's really you just can hope and like really kind of nourish the relationship and and hope that they're like that yeah we both didn't I came from Carly and I so Carly my husband people get confused uh Charles Um, we did something recently and I emailed someone I was like here's Carly's number and they're like no your husband who's who's your husband well I need your husband's number I was like Carly's my husband that's his nickname anyway we both had uh I had an older brother and a younger sister so we didn't have the physicality um and he had two sisters so 
what I like about it is the energy, like the out, I don't think I would get outside so much. No. Okay? And I totally like we're, well, like our crescent is basically swarming with ants. Yeah. <laughs> our children. We're calling their shocked. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love that too, especially like with my like background with sports and everything. Like I, I, I absolutely love going out and like just playing catch with my oldest or like anything now, like teaching them the littlest skills that I grew up and I had that from mainly my, my siblings, to be honest, because I kind of just, I was just an extra, anything they did, uh -huh. I was there. Like, I need to do <laughs> it I too. Was, well, I was 16 years younger and 14 years younger and 11, right? So you go down the mm -hmm. line, I'm basically a tag along, but you know, I learned a lot of really cool stuff that way. And I think, you know, you kind of, you just have to do it. Um, but absolutely, like we're outside all the time and it gets you social too. Yeah. Um, right. As well. Like not only just backyard, but we can barely keep our kids in the backyard because they're out mingling with the rest, but it's so important, right? Like they have these friendships and, and Derek, he comments it all the time. And, you know, Derek and Carly were talking about it the other day, just saying that it's going to be so cool. Like these are the memories right now, like with our oldest, almost being 10 he'll remember these people playing road hockey for hours and right the get-togethers and all that stuff and I'm like wow like we're in it now like we're we're building memories for these kids mm -hmm. yeah and he has a he has a kind of a creepy memory too yeah exactly <laughs> so he's remembering everything yeah <laughs> He's going to remember he what Brad wore on his first day of school in grade <laughs> or in kindergarten. I was like, yes, it is. That yeah. was two years ago or whatever. Like house <laughs> wore and what color of backpack they had. So, yeah. Brandy, you're uh, five, eight and a hundred and like, yes, Charlie. Like, okay. You know, Brandy has her own hockey card. <laughs> uh, no. so funny. Oh, it's hilarious. But yeah, no, it's just, it's neat to see them. They're in it. Like they're children right now. And with getting outside, I would definitely not be so active. Like I'm pretty active, but with the fresh air, like, yeah, not to the extent of like six hours no. a day. No, and then you're in the afternoon. For yeah. sure and you and your little activities you put on for our kids they've got their little track meets here and there and <laughs> <laughs> races I know they haven't been as into it this year but I think they're just at a different age um probably it'll uh, come like they're getting cool you know like yeah. I'm yeah. not as cool as I used to be I'm like that's okay yeah. I I actually have a lot to do so if I'm not cool right. this that is good that is so good with me and I'm yeah. so busy chasing Teddy around I literally I think it's also a combination I can't yeah they're um, not available Teddy is so fast yeah. he's so fast running he's so fast on his, his strider bike and mm -hmm. I don't want him to die no. uh <laughs> like literally that's what it comes down to and I turn around sure. and I have like it's not like I'm not trying we have like a couch in front of the garage so he doesn't run out of it and he climbs over that and like pole vaults over the gate thing and like seriously it's another freaking ball game but he just yeah. wants to keep up with the rest That's well for sure and that and you see it with our youngest too like I said there are days where that kid is like there is no gas left in his tank 
because he has given it 100 all day to keep up with right up to the ages of 10 and 11 yeah um and just busy with his own crew there too but it is a busy day for those guys yeah i know well charlie mentioned the other day well yeah buddy your legs are going to be sore you played street hockey for up almost 12 hours <laughs> like he was sore and i'm like a nine-year-old complaining of sore muscles from playing hockey like you can't argue that yeah and and you had to give him new shoes Gus is like mom my shoes yeah. my feet are yeah. killing me at school I'm like dude it's been a month I just got you new ones and they're killing you again we're doing yeah. like what is happening well, we wear them right out I said Charlie's little toes are almost bent over completely at the top because he just loves that feeling of they're fast they're nice and tight right so and then you put the new Nikes on and they're just not good enough that is not as quick no <laughs> too big so, they're yeah. so funny but I mean, at the end of the day, that is what is good for you and everyone. Because sure. you know more than anyone, if no one goes outside, it is not a fun day. No, no. It's one of my biggest of messages in like my for podcast sure. and advice to not only just like my art friends for like balance or anything, yeah. but like parents in general. Yeah. Go outside. Yeah. Well, and I think especially right now with the pandemic, you know, like we're so limited on always this indoor restrictions. We just got restricted again in Saskatchewan. We're down to only household again, FYI. Mm. Oh. But I don't watch because I'm like a very anxious person. Yeah. Um, so, so I wait for my husband to tell me his skewed version yeah. of life, which is yeah. sad too. But <laughs> I like in <laughs> it's 1999 I thought for sure we were all going to die when it hit <laughs> year 2000 so I just know myself like I can't for listen sure. and just watch don't, yeah. absolutely I but also I, take whatever he says with a grain of salt <laughs> for sure for sure um but yeah like if I have to follow rules I make sure too. well absolutely but that's it. where it's so nice now with the time of year it is again because oh, we're getting into you. that our kids can live outside because and even as us adults like I said if you don't if you don't step foot out and you're, you're not having to chase a kid or bring them in for supper that's where our communication happens with adults yeah so that's what I love um, about that too the weather's changing let's just get outside and totally it makes you feel better oh, 100 feels amazing I love but yeah, no, it's a, it's keeping those kiddos busy is so important. And we, like you said, you know, the days when even, for example, this indoor recess at school doesn't go well for home life after, right? Mm -mm. Like kids need activity. They need to be out running around. Most yeah, we had a few spring lizards, as Finn calls them, blizzards. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we had some, a spring lizard and that I was like, fuck. <laughs> torture absolutely yeah. <laughs> no absolutely no, after absolutely. like plus 15 and then we get a lizard yeah <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> although we do need the down days to rest like from time to time yeah and family time right mm. you're when you're forced to be together it's it's good too but no and that's a struggle too because you can't be with really with extended family or anything anymore but yeah that's what ha I'm like, you know, no one, I don't think stayed apart at Easter and that's what's happening right now. I know, I know, but you know, and I think like 
yeah, but it, you look at um, just so many struggles people have without just the human interaction they need mm. to function. Yeah. Like human interaction is huge. And Derek and I, we talked about that a lot in the initial stages of COVID because um, he, he thoroughly enjoyed being at home and teaching from home and having the kids home because he doesn't get that. Mm. So that's, you know, like as an aspect of that father role, he absolutely loved being with our kids for eight hours a day, which gets robbed of, you know, going to work. Yeah. Um, and to talk of my nursing career too, like I said, part of the reason I chose that profession is yes, I do work long days and there's weekends where I don't see my kids. Um, you know, if you work your three straight days or three oh. straight nights or whatever, but I get a week off every month you know so you make up for it in in different times and so it was neat to see Derek have that time with the kids you mm -hmm. know and and basically he would say a mother role right yeah. like yeah now he was kind of the one to cook and you're cleaning and he's like holy shit like these dishes I'm like I know like like I said it's nice to send him to batches a day plus snacks for sure <laughs> Um, but like a neat part of COVID and saying that just simply we were forced to be at home with our, our family and we were so busy on the run with hockey or soccer or ball and everyone, when you sit down and actually look at that time, so many of us were unhappy. Mm. Right? Yeah. When you're, when we've talked about that too, like, I don't enjoy yelling at my kids to get in the van to go somewhere. At we six o'clock at night. Yeah. When they're tired, they want to be at home or they haven't eaten. Cause then guess what? As soon as we get home homework and lunches, and it's just such like deadlines of it, it's you know, when it wasn't a man, it wasn't a manageable system. Like no. that you were strapped. Well, I got to get my kids in swimming and I, they got to yeah. learn to swim and they got to, they got to be on every team and be the best athlete. And they've got to yeah. word, whatever your kid's into, you think so you have to do the extra things yeah. on top of they're already going to school full-time sure. it was a huge wake-up call for a it lot was. of people and we actually uh oddly enough Derek and I had said before COVID happened so January February I think we were just fully exhausted last year of hockey um just the time commitment and it, it didn't just have to be hockey it could be any sport mm. but we just said you know what come this spring we like we're not doing anything no one's yeah. signing up for anything nothing at all and then March rolled around and they're like okay we're definitely not, not yeah doing no well we can't uh, but like we after last actually, year of not yeah. doing it I was like this was fine like the end of the summer everyone got a little like tired of you know For but sure. like other than that like how think about it this way I have a baby who goes to bed at 6 15 how am I supposed to take someone to rugby or soccer yeah, feed them all supper and like how well, and then you had a, a working dad seven at night and yeah, yeah. and and he doesn't it's get work. till six fifteen six thirty thirty yeah. sometimes like yeah. I was always late I was always yelling I was yeah. always embarrassed because I was late but like yeah. you put yourself in a situation that was unrealistic for, for sure your well, life yeah and I think you know if someone's just kind of wondering listening to us then what do you do but I that's where I said like there's so many things you can do with your kids at home and we're all capable mm -hmm. of teaching our child to throw a ball or kick a ball or run or yeah. skip 
or well look what our kids did last year and raised money for a community basketball hoop. yeah that was right? so fun so I fun and crafty yeah and <laughs> just now this feel. year they're they're so like they're so proud of that accomplishment and they it, still but also, talk about it they do but then they add now it's a whole other sport would am i a basketball person absolutely not like that's not something ever I would be like, let's, you know, but yeah. now our kids have it, they love it, you do it. But I think that, you know, where people think like when you rely on those structured activities, it, it's hard for families, it's hard for families, even if it's just one kid that's in it. Um, yeah. so we, and there's social pressures to do so. The, oh, we love the time to, yeah. And yes, you have to get creative and, and be a part of your kid's life, but should I feel like that's work? No. You know? Yeah. That's my job. That's my no. job as a mom and a dad or whatever. Like you're, you know, so I'm glad we had, we were forced. Mm -hmm. to and that, you know right? what? Also those things cost money. Oh, for like, sure. So much, yeah. so much well, money. Yeah. And money, like you said, and, and that's more the pressure of missing or you're getting there late is what, what do you usually say next? Mm. We're wasting our time and money. Yeah. This activity. Like I talk about this a lot and um, we're actually, because I have such a huge outreach of people just asking me like, how, what are, how are you working from? Like, how are you doing all the stuff you're doing? Like, I can't get anything done. And I, it's like routine and, and habits and things that become healthy habits. And of course, like how you get the good energy and staying positive and so I actually did put some stuff together, like a PDF for people to get, but I'm also putting like little courses out to come up because I have like, I'm six years with the kids at home and yeah. it just, you know, you figure it out. So sure. um, well, with anything first. you can learn from someone yeah. else to skip some steps. Yeah. And, that, well, and that's the thing too, is where it comes down to community community help like mm -hmm. help. we just don't have it anymore too though no, those right and that's and where <clears throat> you know we're very fortunate where we live and the crescent we have with our kids and everything they're they're so so lucky and and I have a teacher husband so yeah he knows patient, the gig his patience, he's trained yeah his patience with kids is crazy amazing mm -hmm. um and that's what keeps us sane, I think, around here too. But just the ability to organize those activities, right? Um, so I get it. It doesn't work that easily for families, right? And it's not going to be the same for everyone. But that that's my experience with all of this is I, I'm glad we had to slow down. Mm -hmm. oh. And the time that we did when our kids are, they're, they're busy, like we've talked about lots. But like I, yeah, this last year has been freaking awesome for us. Yeah. So. No, I, I have to admit, though, when the school closed, that yes. the whole, um, obviously, I think teachers are so important. <laughs> and their jobs are so important. Um, yeah. So if we could pay them more, that'd be great. Um, right. But uh, just let me throw that in there. Yeah, I think they're special people. people uh, For sure. Because I, that's one thing I couldn't tackle. I'll admit it. Um, no. The whole teaching from home, my kid utterly refused to basically, like I did some cool stuff, like your husband, Derek, yes. gave us tadpoles. Yeah. So we yeah. 
we took that actually, you know, I'm actually not that bad at it, but like he refused to read with me. So I was just like, okay, I guess we're not reading, but like I tricked him into, um, and it's a trick because we were playing, but it's learning through play. So we made a tadpole chart and, and he wouldn't read or do math. So we just got the sidewalk chalks out and we got the friends and we like threw rocks at the numbers and they would have to add them up and hop and so it was like learn a whole new ball game sorry I guess I actually it was challenging it was emotionally rough but I did take it in stride and actually that's why the kids did hang out is because I was doing all those driveway educational things well for sure and and I think I was going to talk about this earlier but that's where like I said the Derek loved being at home, but he also was jealous of me having to go to work so that I actually could still see my, my like friends at work and actually have conversations with adults. Like he missed that Mm -hmm. more, you know, out of the whole experience too. But, um, but in saying that, like nobody really wanted to be working in it either, but yeah, that was scary in itself. Yeah, 100%, right? And you look back to last year and now I'm thinking like, geez, like not that I want to make myself more scared again, but I almost feel like we should have been more scared now than we were last year, but we just didn't know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was so new and scary and it's a pandemic. Like I said, when we went to nursing school and you learn about the pandemic, that's like a one maybe afternoon lecture. right like we're not coming out of our career and out of our schooling being 100% prepared for a pandemic ever no no. um nobody knows what that looks like and that's where I think it's so hard with people too is that we're in that kind of in that society right now where I get what I want and when those measures have to go in place we're like it's scary to think that people above us feel the same way too is that they don't know what is right right now Mm -hmm. and I I think I just think like oh like it's such a scary time but that's where you know having these little kids and family and friends is so so important right now to get you through this time yeah and and I mean we do have a lot of uh, unfortunately it has to be online in some cases and there are a lot of ways to connect online too so if if you're missing that and Mm -hmm. and ways to reach out and yeah how has things changed um because I know there when you go into labor like there's more restrictions now do you think that's more of a positive thing or is it harder for people to not have like that extra support in the hospital yeah like I think every every hospital is different in how they're they're treating that for like a maternity floor specifically but on our perspective as nurses, um, we've really enjoyed the restrictions for how many people can come in because you mm. see it. You see it in these couples of having that time to, you know, enjoy this precious little baby for 24 hours. You're not with us very long, right? Maybe a couple of days at most, for the most part. So to not have the interruptions of, you know, every single parent, grandparent, friend, aunt, you know, come and and disrupt that that bonding time, but also Mm. just it totally, like I said, for moms that want to be breastfeeding, I said, it's basically, that's all you do. The first, you know, how many, not just days, weeks. Um, So for them, it's a big 
you need a few hours to say, holy shit, I'm a mom. Yeah. And then, then you have the next few hours of, you know, pain and figuring out your new body, figuring out this new baby. That's Actually, I want to talk a little bit about that because I wanted what no one talks about and tells people before you have a baby is afterbirth. I'd love to chat about afterbirth because <laughs> you always fucking forget and then you have the baby and you're like oh yeah afterbirth yeah yeah so it's funny that you say that so bad in our uh my prenatal classes Derek Derek said to me when I was prepping for like one of my first weeks and he said you're gonna tell him about the bag right and I'm like the bag like I was like what is he talking about and he's like well, that mysterious bag that sits under you after you deliver this kid, what the fuck is this bag for? And I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, there's shit, there's blood, there's fluid. That's just like the collection of everything that comes out of you. And he's just like, oh my God. He said, if anything, like delivering a kid is scary, but he said this mystery bag at the bottom, like he had no idea what was going to come. Yeah, no, it's not just having a baby. Your uterus then comes down to, it needs to get back to a normal size. So with that comes intense after pains. Um, They get worse with every baby. That's just how it is. Yeah, I was like, I'm never doing this again. I know. No, and I, well, I, I actually with my, was it? Yeah, I guess it would have been Burke, our third. Um, so I'm in it. Like, I'm a maternity nurse. My third go around as a mom, you think like, okay, this should be easy. Um, but I actually had products left over. So basically, my bleeding got intense, but it all, like, I was in the fetal position, probably five days post having Burke. And I was like, okay, something is not quite right here. So yeah, so I had products still left over that we had to, I just, I luckily just had to take a pill and then I passed them. Mm. Um, But we see lots of times where moms have to come in after, and then you're heading to the OR for like a quick DNC, which just kind of basically cleans you up for those that don't understand. But no, like, it's not just a simple, okay, we've got the baby, we're going to breastfeed, everyone's happy, I'm going to light my diffuser, la, la, la. we're going to have, <laughs> we're going to like lay down, have a sleep, I want to have a bath, but I can't have a bath, because that would be really awesome right now, but no, God forbid, don't do that, so no, it's not, it's not pretty for no. quite some time, and I think a lot of us would say that, you know, in terms of even if it's the easiest recovery after sections alone are way harder on individuals. Um, and I can say that I had a section with our first and then not with the second and totally different ball game too. But let's be honest. I said healing from either areas is, is hard work. It hurts. Still needs to heal. Yeah. 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 And then I think what's harder, I think in the end, after when you look, so yes, maybe the experience of labor or delivery might get easier, but now I'm expected to be, you know, healing and taking care of this baby. But then guess what? I have two little shitheads running around my house now. Mm-hmm. Or right? the street. Or the street. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, it's just a whole different ball game, right? Cause yeah. you're, yeah. But also you're, you're not that scared shitless first time mom either that is maybe suffering with a lot more anxiety or even depression after your first because the second and third time you like you said you have to be flexible things change and holy shit like you 
that's where I think our roles of motherhood just web open. Like it's, mm. we've got our hands and feet and brains everywhere, right? You're in it and, and yeah. you have to be super strong and organized and, yeah. or, or life can so easily fall apart at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Um, I know, I remember the look on my friend John's face and they hadn't had kids yet. I was like, yeah, so I put my pants in Superstore the other day. <laughs> because uh, yeah. uh, I couldn't after having Gus like um and this is where I went in with the birth plan and I said I don't want an episiotomy or uh yeah an episiotomy yeah. and he laughed like <laughs> good luck yeah well whatever uh crazy uh like um yeah. and he like in your face really because I ended up having and this for everyone a starburst tear is like a tear that um I'm gonna say it goes every direction every direction that's even up like to your like yep um (laughs) it took me so long because I had a induction yeah it wasn't because I had gestational diabetes these are things you don't account for you can't mm-hmm. predict. You don't know. I felt yeah. like a supermodel with my first pregnancy, but then I also had all these things that yeah. went along with it. I didn't have the acne, at least for the first one, um, but I felt very beautiful, but I did get gestational diabetes and I had to be induced early. So Gus wasn't, he was smaller and didn't um, come out um gracefully (laughs) I didn't stretch so I didn't have time to like stretch and come out so I tore everywhere and I had an episiotomy so it was a long healing period I remember not being able to get off the couch for two weeks after um that doesn't really make you want to have another one necessarily well no and it's a scary thing for like when I teach my prenatal too like I you know like I said I I hope for people that that doesn't happen right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen to someone. Um, but yeah, yeah. And in the moment too, we can't fully control that. Even if you have the best doc hands in there and everything's controlled, our bodies sometimes are just not ready. No. Uh, and no. you don't prepare for that. Like when you're sitting down preparing and doing your birth plan, why would I put on there? I want basically my vagina to tear to my asshole. Yeah. Right? For me to and wreck my whole wrecked my whole downstairs mix up everything was lost after that it's like, I don't like no, no one's putting a check please on on that option so you know and that's not my birth plan for you either anyone that comes no. in like of course but I it was it. the safety of the baby and for sure. first know. of all he safely couldn't stay in 11 days longer and I know. second of all safely he had to cut him out because his shoulder was stuck and I that know. and then and he's breathing and then that's yeah. the moment you like okay yes you know mama's kind of in rough shape right now but essentially healthy you mama made healthy, it right yeah. I know yeah no like it's so not, many worse things could have happened for sure and, and you know and I, I appreciate that you tell people and are open about the stories but that's where sometimes too as motherhood goes on like you it, you know how we always share the most negative experiences usually you know what I mean? Mm, mm. Um, but I think for me, even in that moment, Brandy, I think if you look at it and say, okay, it, you wouldn't have known how destruct, 
like destructive your vagina was at that time. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. in the moment you have this beautiful baby and yeah, you probably don't feel a hundred percent. However, that like the adrenalines, the emotions that come to play with these beautiful little things that come out and cry. And then you're, you're a mom. Yeah. Where you get over that physical pain. Oh, point. I didn't even know that it yeah. was that until after. Yeah. And I would think for anyone watching that's sitting there thinking, oh God, like this is going to be a nightmare. First time, what am I going to (laughs) do? Honestly, all I can say is like, yes, there's going to be a scary few moments, 100%, right? But in the end, as long as that babe comes out crying and squawking and then you're a mom, like that's, there's Every time, like every time you think about any of those moments of them coming out, um, safely and then them getting like laid down on your chest and then seeing the emotion in your partner's face and like the whole experience of like it's just the most amazing thing in the whole wide world and you'll never forget it like that alone almost makes you want to have another baby but for sure and I think that's where I'm lucky in my role is that I am a part of that for so many people and still to this day I, I don't know very many of my patients, right? Mm-hmm. Like, even though, yeah, like, okay, you may know a few, but like in the end, you bond with that, that couple in the moment. They're most, most shifts at a delivery, I'm getting a tear in my eye. Yeah, it's magical. You know? It is. And I just think of like, oh, but then it also immediately, you remember what you went through and having those babies, but it is the, it's truly one of the best moments of our lives. Mm-hmm. And I get to see that in so many couples experiences right and I guess that's why I'm still doing it and I probably yeah. will never leave <laughs> and knowing that their lives are it's gonna change oh, their lives for sure forever and you know what I think we're all better people as, yeah. like I'm a way cooler nicer person as a parent like yeah. more yeah. interesting for sure well, you we have a lot more experience now with just life experience, right? Like, and yeah. And when you have to take on that role of like, we wake up every day and our goal is that our kids come home safely and, and stay alive being boys, yeah. especially I'm like, Oh, they're, they're alive today. Perfect. Ride your bike across the street. Okay. Or don't, <laughs> uh, you didn't hear me. All right. Or like they're in hearing range, but they're just blocking you out. Oh, yeah, that's that selective hearing starts real early. <laughs> yeah, but this is the best time, and everyone tells you it is the best time of our lives. It yeah. just there's something about it, um, yeah. because the highs are the highest for sure. Like the natural, yeah. real highs of life and it, reliving your awesome, childhood. Yeah. Oh, it's so exhausting. It's reliving the childhood through your children. Yeah. Um, like it re-experiencing, like, and like I'm sure, like building Lego or like something you love to do and you get to show them. And um, yeah, it's just the coolest. No, it is pretty awesome. It's so special. Um, yeah, I think that was so great. I that's a great way to to wrap up for sure so much for being here um we didn't get into the nitty-gritty but we don't have to scare people no no and I think absolutely (laughs) and I have a lot of stories but they're not my stories that's the problem no I had I I even have some grosser (laughs) 
story sure. and why I completely <laughs> I knew this was my last baby. Yeah. But I don't think to, I don't no. mean because if people Google that, they'll be like, whoa, that happened to your vagina. Right. And then I yeah. don't want people to associate that image with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> no. the Absolutely. Google version everyone's gonna ask now because the google version i had like the low down version right. <laughs> like when we googled it we were like whoa okay i don't have it so bad no, no it's not as terrifying <laughs> but like um it was it hurt and i'm not doing it again um and i wasn't very nice too um so there's <laughs> uh we decided collectively I didn't need time to be done again (laughs) but anyway yeah thank you so much for taking the time Tammy um obviously I always love chatting with you and I will see you on the block sounds good have a good night thank you friends for joining us today we really appreciate you being here and giving us a little bit of your time as always and if you want to get nosy we have a brand new website and there's so many new things happening on it i can't like we don't have time for that but uh yeah check it out if you're curious mural season is upon us and we did some super top secret murals this winter that we would love for you to check out and hopefully we get to take on some more projects this summer uh we also have our gallery on there i said i wouldn't name all the things but yeah so i won't but you can always follow us uh, at Brandy Hooper Artists on Instagram, and there you will find kind of what we're up to on a daily basis. Um, it's always fun in our studio around the house and all the all the parenting things, because I am at home with my kids. <laughs> Alrighty, we'll chat with you all soon, and uh, take care. Bye!